0: Welcome to this week's episode of The Top Radio. It's Guido along with Scoot. Yeah, yeah. And Johnson. He's got nothing. He doesn't. Got, he make a noise. <laughs> what? what? I, <laughs> didn't I, did the listeners. I didn't know I didn't. know. I didn't have if you were watching the, the a thumbs up yeah, the listeners don't, don't hear I'll that. i will have a thing um, from now <laughs> on. <laughs> we got a great episode for you this week. We uh we got a lot to talk about. Uh, some bracketology talk coming up and a lot of other stuff. But first, we're going to start it off. Well, first of all, this was a big week for me. I, uh, you know, I I think I've talked about this before. I am a huge baseball fan, but I don't follow the NBA at all. And I actually went to two Boston Celtics games this week. Um, Fabulous time. I got to go to a luxury box for one. Somebody hooked us up with free tickets. I mean, that's the way to go. That is the I got to tell you, that's the way to go. And I got to be honest with you, I only watched the last five minutes of that game and pretty much socialized the whole time. Like, <laughs> Have you ever been to a game before? Was that your first ever game? No, This I had been to a Celtics game about 10 years ago. I went to a Celtics game the year after they won the title in 08. So in 09, I went to a Celtics game and saw the big three when Pierce was still playing. And, and uh, my man, the, Brian Scalabrini. The Boston um, three party? Yeah, right. So, um, and then, but, so I hadn't gone since then, and I just oddly enough, had gotten hooked up with tickets to two games this week. I have to say this, though. Uh, NBA puts on a good show. Like, have you guys? Have either of you guys ever been to an NBA game? No, honestly, I never have. So they put on a – it's a great show. Like, it's a great uh, time. It's The atmosphere is great. Um, they still don't play defense. So both games I went to – uh, but I think one game the final score was like one twenty six to one thirteen, and one game was like one third one like teen something to like one oh nine. It was they they just score cr- a crazy amount. Well, of I
1: guess that is entertaining. I mean, if yeah, you're watching sixty two to fifty eight, you're probably not nearly as I don't know maybe.
0: Maybe I don't know, but um, no. It was, a, it was a great time. Uh, my second game I went to, we actually sat in like normal seats. I didn't get the luxury box, but still, it's it's it was nice. It was down close and uh, and fun to watch. So I guess I've become like the de facto NBA correspondent for uh, Top Radio. Did you find week. it like I saw? So you
1: posted something on Facebook. You guys had a, you guys had you know a, someone younger with you. So did you feel like it was you know I'm always kind of worried sometimes, especially in a pro venue. If I want to take my kids, did you feel like it was still? Were you guys in a oh. section where people were at least not acting a fool the whole time? And you know, you felt like you were yeah. fine having a kid there, or?
0: Yeah, no, it was it was it was super family uh, friendly friendly. Um, people were nice. seemed like a lot of kids. I mean, I'm surprised. I mean, and you know what's funny is I was thinking about it from when we were kids. Like we like MBA was at least for me like MBA was big when I was like in junior high yeah yeah and, and maybe early high school but like definitely junior high but um it's kind of weird now because like I, I feel like I looked around and all the kids that were there were like junior high you know kids 5th 6th 7th graders you know there so maybe maybe it's just maybe that's what nba is geared towards his fifth sixth seventh graders now are they doing
1: anything like so when you're when you're watching now not the first game but i guess the second one when you were in more like a, a normal seating area were they coming around selling stuff to you like i had heard if you go to like a lakers game they literally come around and serve drinks you know like <laughs> hors d'oeuvres well, and, no like,
0: <laughs> no i mean there were some seats i definitely saw they have like here here at the at the td garden they have the putnam area where like okay. that's where they come and they serve you drinks and all that kind of stuff and the seats that we were at we had to like get up and walk but you know what's funny and you don't think about this especially for, like for those of you for those of you listen that like, go to like a lot of football games like football stadiums are so huge uh basketball arenas are not and so like y- you know it doesn't take any time to go to the concession and get back Right, and like in football it takes like 25 minutes right. to go to the concession right yeah get it's back. a time investment but no i mean I, the people were great uh I, I thought the 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 uh you know the it was it was fun to watch the the Celtics are good this year um you know it's a great atmosphere boston is a great basketball town um the the fans were great the, we didn't have we didn't have the problems that Russell Westbrook had. Let's, yeah, were let's just you, say that. And that kind of you in heckling
1: distance from anybody. We were
0: definitely in heckling distance, uh, but we didn't uh, we didn't see any of that. None of that happened. Um, this the, you know the games that we went to, but uh, that's kind of what we were going to talk about here, which was like all of a sudden it seems like in the past two weeks people have gone off the rails about going after pro players. Scoot, I mean like Russell Westbrook. He you know he got. Mm-hmm accosted apparently uh Mm -hmm. by utah jazz fan got him banned for life you know what's what's, that's right
2: i i don't know what's it's it's i think it's a lot of it is because of social media and i think a lot of people um are a lot more brazen than they once were maybe because of social media so this past week um there was a fan a utah fan who uh, i guess was jawing a little bit with russell westbrook and the, according to the fan, he said it was, you know, Westbrook was jawing back, so it was kind of lighthearted or whatever, and then it took yeah, a, a t- turn. T- a
0: tet. Yeah, like they were like, it was, it was all fun and games, you know. And then it, it took a turn. Well, it obviously crossed the line at
1: some
2: point. And um, I guess he, he said something about his family or something, which, of course, is going to get a rise. But... I don't know if the fan is saying that to try to affect Russell Westbrook's game. I mean, at what point does it become like, I'm just trying to give this guy a hard time or it's funny to, I'm trying to actually get in his head and mess up his game. So Westbrook is on film saying some not so nice things back to the fan. Um, that's one instance that happened. We had another well, instance and,
0: with. And just to, just to stick with the Westbrook thing here for sec, just one quick second, yeah. which is the fan is now banned for life. He cannot go back to a Utah Jazz game. And apparently, I mean, you have to also remember, I don't know if he was a season ticket holder or whatever, but I mean, he was sitting pretty close, so he wasn't a. As I learned this week, NBA games aren't cheap. He was sitting pretty close, so he was paying expensive tickets, you know. And then Russell. Westbrook gets fined $25,000 for using profanity at the fan. Um, So the NBA, you know, took some action there that was probably, you know, pretty on, you know, probably the right action to take. I mean, you know, I feel bad for the fan. He felt like he didn't say anything bad, but apparently he did, you know, and, and now he's banned for life. But, you know, there's no recording of what he said. Everybody heard what Westbrook said because that was all captured on tape and it was pretty bad. Have you, know, you, definitely, have definitely, have you ever been one of those fans? Have you ever no. yelled anything? I've yelled stuff. I mean, and I don't – I've definitely yelled stuff. I would say I, I've been one of those fans. I mean, I don't think I've yelled anything uh, derogatory at any point. It's more, you know, like the whole, like, you suck – or miss the free throw, <laughs> or go back to you know Houston or whatever. You know but what I mean? If you like, had
1: to, if you had to pick an NBA player or any professional athlete for that matter, to not not that I think you should ever do this, but if you had to pick one, like hey, you know what? I'm I'm gonna make a conscious effort to go after that guy. I would not pick Russell Westbrook. Well, I how about wouldn't. one time? I just I just would not. He like he is so intense. He plays the game of basketball like he's trying to break something every time he goes to the hoop i, I just i can i can think of a lot of people that i would decide to go at before i would just yell something really intense at him so i you know i don't i don't know
0: well How, and let's also talk about the, the other problem with the nba too is the fact that the fans are so close to the players yeah, they like, are no they sport. really are do you i mean hockey's kind of close but there's like there's a giant piece of plexiglass that blocks you
1: well in most arenas too there are seating there's seating available where you're adjacent like you're literally at the end of the bench i mean you're you're almost sitting on the bench
0: i think thursday or uh yesterday uh saturday i think i saw one of the Wahlbergs sitting next to the uh celtics bench so it's like
1: that's crazy (laughs)
0: You know, yeah, the fans' proximity in the NBA and in in college basketball as well, but in basketball in general, professional basketball in general, the fans' proximity to the players is, you know, unlike any other sport. Like, they're so close. I recall one time as a
2: child uh, heckling Duffy Dyer. Duffy Dyer was the third base coach for the Milwaukee Brewers. Okay. And the guys around us were, like, college age, and I was probably – Middle school, and we were chanting his name and trying to get his attention. And then he finally looked up at us, and you know we yelled like "you suck" or you know we would try to like. I think that's funny heckling. Like get, well, get, get on the third base coach. coach.
1: He's not even in the game. Why would you get yeah, on the right. third base? I don't know I mean, you like you waved that guy home from second. You suck. That was totally... like,
2: Duffy, Duffy. We were just
0: ridiculous. giving him a hard
2: time. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, I,
0: I, and I, I like in the here I'll date. I'll really date myself here. I can remember when I was a kid going to uh, 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 Orioles game with my dad and his cousin and we were out in right field in Memorial Stadium and we heckled Sammy Sosa his rookie year uh, when he played for the Chicago White Sox yeah out in uh, right field there and you know we would heckle and yell every time a ball was hit his way and you know the old miss it you know that kind of thing but i don't know and then but y- so you take that level so you take the jawing that happened in the nba it- and let's take it up let's 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 talk about english soccer now let's let's talk about what happened the previous oh my week, goodness uh when bitter rivals bitter Bitter rivals. They were having a bit of a derby. It was Burst- a derby. Birmingham City uh, against Aust- Austin, Austin Villa. Villa. Yeah, right.
2: Austin Villa <laughs> versus Birmingham City.
0: <laughs> when a fan for Birmingham City ran onto the field and punched a Jack Greylish who is who plays for Austin Vila? Punched him, ran onto the field like just a little love
2: tap, mate. Just a little love tap. That's all. That's all it was.
0: Cold cocked him right in the face. But to me, and this
1: this is scary. So talking about a fan, you know, yelling and, and getting someone's attention and then having some kind of you know altercation verbally is one thing. Somebody running out on the field and physically accosting somebody that's scary to me. That that could have ended really really bad in in either direction.
0: How about? I mean, and this, and this is, and this like it's not Premier League; it's Tier Two, so it's basically a no. That's Premier like, League. That's Premier League. I, I thought it was. I thought it was Tier Two. Um, no, that's that's Premier League. That's that's
2: the big time. They just Scoot knows great soccer. Teams. Scoot is Scoot Tom Radio uh, soccer, like soccer Correspondent. Um, what's interesting enough about that though? After Graylish got punched, he went out and scored the game-winning goal. <laughs> <laughs> and, he's, and he's the captain of the team. You should yeah,
1: go find that fan and be like, <laughs> like
0: what? You. How about how about that? How about, how about that? <laughs> Blimey! <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't yeah, expecting I mean, their love tap, mate. And, and, and uh, again, it's one of those things. Like, aren't there, aren't there uh, security officials? Aren't there? Isn't there somebody who should yeah, like, catch I this mean, guy before he runs on. out onto it's, the field?
1: Exactly. Like, where were they at when this guy goes sprinting onto the field? He obviously had to jump over the like a wall or some kind of barricade and then head out there.
2: Graylish was like. Listen, if you're gonna bloody hit me with your purse, you might as well hit me a little bit harder. And then he I went out and like, scored a I, goal. I
1: feel like he was, he was, uh, he was attacking either one of the Beatles or maybe um, <laughs> I'm trying to decide. Ringo. yeah, maybe Ringo Starr or
0: uh, yeah. Well, and I, you know, like I would feel, and, and this is probably also the case in Russell Westbrook's, you know, altercation, which there were probably a few pints. Involved uh, in somebody getting enough gumption up to run out of the field and punch a professional soccer player. And then on top of that, you you go to what happened in Miami around the same time where, now this was not at a sporting event, but again, you have Conor McGregor, MMA fighter, coming out of a uh, club or whatnot, and uh, a fan or whatever he is was taking a picture of him and connor decides that he didn't want his photo taken and smacks the phone out of his hand stomps on it crushes it and then stuffs straight it up his po- straight Judy up chop. Judy chop straight up Judy chop gives don't it, be ninja
1: all- nobody that don't need ninja now <laughs> gives it a
0: little karate chop and uh and then steps on it breaks it and then stuffs it in his pocket and walks away like if you're going to break the phone just leave it like don't take it yeah, with you like do you, you
2: think if he was if he wasn't mixed martial arts he would have given it just a straight up punch I think the slap is kind of an open-handed thing. Is is maybe the mixed martial arts? Aspect wait, of I UFC. just wait.
1: I I just placed it. We'll come back to Connor, but tell me. Let's do this, Scoot. Pointing your fingers. <laughs> Point, pointing your fingers. Yeah, give me some of the. I think you're uh, Mick a little Jagger. Irish. I think Mick Jagger was attacked. I just placed it in that in that
2: soccer game. Don't be pointing your. will not be pointing your fingers at me, mate. <laughs> don't be Don't be trying to take no photos of
1: me with your telephone what if what if conor mcgregor did that and then this dude is like some world-class fighter and just decks him and it becomes you know that could go bad the other way too i mean i know it's less likely but how big of a story Uh, would it be hey conor mcgregor gets laid out in front of a bar
0: well i saw the picture of the guy that he knocked the phone out of his hand and uh and took it i don't i don't think that guy was ever would be confused as a world-class fighter. he looked uh, like okay. a guy that wears socks and sandals or there socks uh, and really? sandals? there was there were socks and sandals in the picture he he i think maybe one of you said it he looked like uh lebron james as a ups driver oh kind that's of what he right
1: you sent me that picture and i said it was lebron working for ups
2: i gave yeah. i gave maybe a, a, a he's got a james harden like beard he well does. then, he's that's James just me, dude. and I forgot that that was the guy. Come on, man, give me a break.
0: break I just the don't dude's know, phone. You know, now he's got to yeah. go to
1: Verizon.
0: <laughs> I just don't know what uh, that's a hassle because he's I mean, probably come got. On. Now he's got to waste. He his probably job.
2: hasn't. He probably hasn't gotten to the point where he can upgrade. He's got a two-year <laughs> yeah, contract. I mean,
0: come on.
2: I mean, and he's probably past warranty.
0: To bring it all back around in a circle, he was English. The guy, the guy that Conor McGregor hit, who was on vacation from England. In Miami, taking a picture of him, he was English. Conor McGregor broke his phone. <laughs> Pointing your fingers.
2: You, oh my goodness! Well, <laughs> so
0: yeah, I just think that we had like this. We had this like week period of like there was like a uh, a rash of fans and pros, sort of pros
2: like, versus joes.
0: Yeah, like having altercations
1: how the it. But is Law it that Zutty? hard not to be a jack wagon? Like, can we all just be nice to each other? Like, go to the game and watch the game. Come out yeah, of go the to bar. The get your picture taken by a fan. Like, what's the big deal? I mean, come come on. Go to the soccer game. Don't run <laughs> onto the field and try to punch <laughs> someone. Like, <just> go, Can <laughs> we all can't just, just be okay can't we all, each can't you other? Can't just
0: go and watch? And by the way, I just want to correct you, Johnson. It's called a pitch. So you can't oh my bad, pitch. don't
1: run out on the pitch like Blimey,
2: you <laughs> was that a mosquito? What just hit me upon the Backside? Was that a mosquito? Mick
0: Jagger Ladies and gentlemen <laughs> Mick J- It is a Mick Jagger <laughs> oh, So let's take a break On TOB Radio, we'll come back We'll talk a little bit of uh, Kind of a, a bunch of different things Kind of like a hodgepodge But we're going to touch a little bit on our experience With your call football last week Had a great time The whole TOB crew got on, and uh, we'll talk about some other stuff, too. So stick right here on TOB Radio. All right, welcome back to TOB Radio. Guido here along with Scoot. And Johnson, don't forget, by the way, I didn't say this in the last segment, don't forget uh, to check out our website, tobradio.com, and you can find us on the Twitters. Uh, I'm at Tob Guido, Scoot's at Tob Scoot, and Johnson's at Tob Johnson, but don't forget those aren't O's. Those are a bunch of zeros. It's it's hard being commonly named on
1: the internet, I'm sorry. (laughs) Just remember that, that's uh, all you have to remember. He will ask.
2: he will berate you if you don't go with the zeros. If you try to tag him with the other person, I got I've got yelled at. You get I
0: slapped. I I've yelled. only berated so, you
1: because you're supposed to know.
0: I sh- we should know. Um, so we played your call football on Monday night. It was, was a fun. good time. Yeah, it was um, fun. we had we had a whole bunch of listeners in there. So we were at, we had what six seven guys in there, uh, a bunch of listeners. It was a good time. Uh, along with us, I. I uh, I gotta say though, I didn't. Uh, I didn't win. To be the yeah, man, but it
2: was. You gotta beat the man. It was, and
1: I'm close. the
0: man. <laughs> Woo! Oh <laughs> it yeah, was super
1: close though. I mean, what was, was what was the disparity between you guys for one and we, two? It
0: was like what, what three what points was, or something? Yeah, three points. I think Scooby me. By it was
2: points. greatness. The disparity was greatness and mediocrity. So that is where we stood. What, at less,
0: the end. I, a point and a half. So here, here's what happened. <laughs> or Listen, a point and a half. <laughs> I don't want to hear it anymore, Scoot. Like you, you, are not the great, great football mind that you think you are. I think it's more luck. But I, I, I will say, uh, Scoot, Scoot finished on top with 135 point two points. I finished second with 134 point five points. Johnson finished third at uh, 112.8 points. And then it just kind of goes downhill from there. Uh, uh, I
1: had a, a terrible minutes. third quarter. Now, Scoot, truth be told, the Guido was in command until you had a really good fourth quarter.
2: It, no, it was,
0: the, no uh, it was the other way around. It was third I, I quarter was behind. Was yeah, delightful. Had,
2: My third I quarter, had, I mean... I, it was practically like Solomon Wilcots and I were, were sharing a break. Oh, I'm
1: sorry. You're right, because you got all those coach points even when yeah. you weren't calling the right play. That's Well, right.
2: that's, yeah. don't, don't say the right play. Listen, my I mean, play was the right play. It? My play was the right play. It's the rest of you clowns that didn't pick my play.
1: You mean the rest of America watching your call. Yes, football. that's that's correct. So,
0: listen, we had a great time. It's, it's good. I, I hope we're on again tomorrow night. I'm planning on being on and uh, trying to play. Uh, you're called football again. I right guess now, I'll just have to. In three-peat. the world, I just want to say this, in the world for the current series. So the current series is these four games. Uh Scoot is in the top three hundred. Nice. And we didn't play that first game. And so we only we started a game two. So Scoot's in the top three hundred. I'm just outside of the top three hundred. I'm at three oh six. Johnson, you're nowhere near close. You're at like uh fourteen hundred. Yeah. Like you're you're really? way down. Yeah. And, uh, I wasn't even that far yeah. behind you guys. Yeah, yeah, hey. you're, down, you're pretty far down. So uh, it was, it was a good time. You know, again, it, like we said on last week's episode, like it's just fun to uh, to get. It's it it is a good time when you have, you're playing with other people. Like it's when you funny. Have,
2: because you root for and you root against the yeah. same people within yeah. the same t- in twenty seconds.
0: Yourself. Yeah. Right. One play, all right, let's go. And the next play, oh you suck. You're like one play yeah, one throw play. Throw it away, you, throw it away. Yeah, you're yeah, yelling. One play you want a touchdown and then the next play you're you want the defense to get a sack. It's hilarious. Well, and like anything else, so
1: in the first quarter, I jumped out to a lead, and I was like, this is awesome, and then I had a horrible third quarter, and I fell to like fourth in our league the other night, and I was like, I hate this game.
0: (laughs) No, it was a good time, so uh, check us out uh, tomorrow night at uh, 8 o'clock, that's Monday, I'm sorry, it should be tonight, I should say, at 8 o'clock, the 18th. And uh, your call football, they've only – this is the last game. Uh, Monday, this Monday the 18th is the last game for your call football for this season. Interesting Uh, enough, I feel your call
2: football has taken on – or has has more
0: traffic than the AAF. I mean, it's – i haven't i gotta be honest with you i have watched more your call football this year than i've watched aaf like well I've and heard.
1: let's face it it was it was genuinely entertaining i mean it was fun once you got into it especially like i said if you were doing well we i think us having a league where we were going head to head made it really fun because then you were even more invested you well, know when you were yeah, trying right. to you know beat beat the person in your league i, I had a lot of fun i would definitely it's, i'm planning on doing it when we jump into it here here tonight so
0: It's the inner, it's being interactive with it. It's like the, you're talking to your buddies, you're doing it, you know, you're picking plays. It's, it's the whole interaction thing where, you know, and I think the NFL has that because a lot of us, I mean, we're the three of us are in an NFL fantasy league together. You know, there's a lot of people who do daily, you know, fantasy football in NFL. And doesn't
1: it, it feels like a natural extension of that stuff.
0: Right. And and I think that the problem with the AAF, the problem with the XFL is you're just not going to have that as much. You're not going to have AAF or X XFL fantasy football, at least, you know, unless it really takes off. You're not going to have da- daily fantasy. I mean, I'm a DraftKings guy and uh, hit us up DraftKings if you want to sponsor. Uh, I'm a DraftKings guy and like AAF, you know, isn't on DraftKings, you know. So I think it's that that interactive, that's something else on top of the game. And that's what's made the NFL successful that's, these other leagues are going to have to, to to kind of piggyback on that.
1: Quickly though, did you also speaking of the AAF? Did you notice who is now signed with a team in the AAF?
0: I did yes. not. No, Johnny, speaking. Johnny. Manziel,
1: he, we just talked about the Manzels a couple uh, episodes ago. He? He's now he, he's trying apparently every league he can.
2: try. I out, would say so. he's trying to find a shortcut to the NFL. But yes,
0: yeah. <laughs> get it? Shortcut. Shortcut? I don't know. Johnny's just, it'll be another great story of failure, of, of craziness. Speaking of Johnny, though, we should talk a little bit about his former team, the Cleveland Browns, who continue to add people. Uh, so I think we talked a little bit about Odell Beckham being added to the Browns, and they just continue to, to uh, add people. Kareem Hunt happening to the Browns? What do we think? Well, yeah, he's, he's already he's been there. deemed yeah. suspended. He's, yeah, yeah. So, but he, but when, when's he, uh, when's he coming back? Though he's uh, not a full, like five in, or six weeks. I five think. or six, five six weeks in. Right, right. So eight games. He's got eight games in. As I just, but I'm out. sorry,
1: I just can't see Odell Beckham Jr. in Cleveland. It just, just, I can't picture him in that city. It just doesn't go together.
0: I, I just gotta say, the Browns continue to build and build and build and build. Yeah, build I think together. they're gonna be good. Yeah, I think they're gonna be they're gonna they're gonna be they might be a playoff team. So uh, I think it's totally reasonable to say that. Um, one other thing I want to talk about while we're while we're talking about uh, sports again, one other thing I want to talk about was the the recent college admissions scandal, which uh, kind of which does tie into sports, which is um, Aunt Becky paid $500,000. Yeah, what Yeah, is aunt Becky doing? What's aunt Becky doing to, ha- to have her daughter not be on the crew team at USC. Uh, so it's just really weird. So uh, for those of you who didn't pay attention this week, it was probably one of the bigger stories last week that came out, which was, uh, a bunch of people, rich people, um, got busted for paying this guy, mil- you know, from anywhere from $15,000 to over a million dollars. To have him help their kids either get somehow get accepted into a college by bribing coaches or bribing uh, other people in the athletics departments to say that they were recruits for the sport teams. But is so, it that
1: hard to get into some of these – like, is it that hard to get into USC? I,
0: I wouldn't think so. I mean – and here's the thing. If this I story
1: were, was about Brown and Yale and, you know, Harvard, okay, maybe and, I and can Yale put two together. And Yale two together. was involved. And, 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 was, yeah, and, was, Penn, and was. Penn
0: was involved. So there were a couple Ivy League schools that were involved. But there was a lot, like Texas the, and, uh, and, you know, USC. There were some very large, like 30,000. I mean, know,
1: nothing at all against those schools. All I'm saying is, aren't these large enough institutions that. You know, people. Uh, these people should have been able to get in there. School. So and is the question then?
2: Is the question then the intelligence of the children that were being admitted? Well, right, are we then, are we and then
1: when you pay five hundred thousand dollars like the whole the whole school experience doesn't cost that much. So And we've
2: got people whole, taking ACT tests in yes. special locations and yes. you've got a guy that's going back and double checking the answers and then correcting the wrong ones and things. Yes.
1: Yeah, and I think I think what, it was Aunt Becky's daughter that she made like a four
2: hundred point
1: improvement on her SATs. Did no one find that to be man, the most amazing little, thing odd. in the world?
0: Like you know, she really it's like it's like Johnny Manziel's <laughs> wife running running a four. Yeah, mile. that's
1: right. I guess while she was taking the SAT, Johnny's wife was setting new world records and road race. I think
0: I yeah I agree with you. Like I think what's so interesting about it is I think a lot of those cases I think e- even especially for people who had money. Like, would wouldn't you have been better off to just donate the money to the college to help them build something or have a lab named after you? You and stand then- a good
2: chance that you're going to get admitted. If, if your kid will get yeah. admitted, if if I donate two million dollars to build a dorm, there's a good chance they're not going to turn my kid down when it comes time for admissions.
0: So would, no, I, I get it. wouldn't I'm Felicity sure this... Huffman or Lori Laughlin been better or, you know, the, these guys who worked for Goldman Sachs or whatever, been better if they had just donated the money to the college, said, hey, you know, here's five hundred thousand dollars. Why don't you go, you know, buy some computers for your kids or, you know, or for that lab or whatever. And my kids applying this fall, by the way, they can't wait to get it. You know, that's that's how it works. And that's not illegal. That's that You're allowed to do that.
2: One of the – I can't remember exactly which recruit it was. One of the recruits um, got recruited. I want to say it was to USC. And once they got recruited, they obviously didn't make the team. They weren't on the team. But when the coach was questioned, he said that they were a recruit, but they had sustained an injury, and that's why they weren't on the roster. It was like a, it must have been like a career ending injury. It must have been what he was trying to say. Yeah. And we're talking like they were photoshopping kids' pictures on like yeah, pole vaulters and stuff. About, yeah, <laughs> How crazy is that?
0: It's ridiculous. Swim well, I teams. What, I think what's even worse was there was an incident where a kid, after he had started at the school, had gone into like the guidance counselor or whatever, the admissions, the, 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 Academic, counsel, his academic counselor and was going to ask questions about a class or having issues with the class and the counselor said oh well i see here you're on the track team and the kid was like what do you mean i'm i'm not on the track team i don't know anything about that his parents had done all this unbeknownst to the kid he got into the school and everybody thought he was on the track team because that was what was on his file in the computer system and the poor kid like yeah, apparently like,
2: oh, the kids like, didn't know anything
0: they didn't. Yeah. Some so, of them did, some of them didn't. But yeah. So do the
2: kids, should they stay?
0: I think they should stay. I mean, at this point, I, I, I don't think – I don't know how you can blame the kids in this situation. I mean, I, I think that the, the blame falls on, you know, obviously the parents who paid the money and the guy who – this singer guy who, you know, got them all in and to these schools. And I think the blame also falls onto the schools in a lot of ways and these coaches and these athletic departments – Who, uh, you know, who... who... I wonder, I'd like to
2: see the kids' grades that are there. I'd like to see, like, are they doing well? If they're doing well, then maybe the entry process needs to be tweaked. If they are crashing and burning, then maybe they
0: shouldn't be at the school. Well, and here, look look at it this way. Like, should... Think, think about it this way. So what happened in the Lori Laughlin case with her daughter was is that they had paid um, U, the USC crew. I think it was crew, right? It was crew. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was crew. They played the USC crew coach like something like $100,000 to have Lori Laughlin's daughter put on to the, um, to the team. And that, that's how they got him in. And now... Everybody is calling for Lynn Swan, Lynn like Lynn Swan, former NFL wide receiver, famous Pittsburgh Steeler, current uh, athletic director. Current athletic director at USC. They're calling for his head and said he should be fired because he didn't know this was happening and this was under his watch and, you know, this crew coach uh accepted money, bribery money. And I'm thinking, you know, how is Lynn Swan the USC athletic director Even going to pay attention to who the crew team is. You know, recruiting. I mean, well, he's got... in,
1: in the scheme of things, yeah, crew is probably number 10, 11, 12, 15 on the list of stuff he's really putting his attention to. No, nothing right. against the crew team at USC, but.
0: No, but I mean, you know, you've. But, and, and look at it from a sheer business aspect of it. I mean, obviously, USC football makes the most money for the college. Basketball's probably there. You know, baseball, some of those other, you know, sports, non Olympic sports, make some money. Why? Why, is, why should he – you know, he's not paying attention to who this guy recruits. I mean, should that coach be fired or let go? I think he was, and yes, he should be. But, you know, I don't see how you can call for Lin Swan's head for that. Well, and what
1: I want to know, outside of these athletic departments being wrecked, I want to know who is going to make it right with the Hallmark Channel.
0: <laughs> yes, right. Because now our Christmases are going to stink because Lori Laughlin has My been My mom's
1: favorite show when calls the heart that's all i've heard about this whole thing my mom doesn't care about lynn swan what usc is gonna do if the crew <laughs> team's affected no she wants to know if these episodes of hallmark channel movies and episodes are gonna keep going that is a real keep, tragedy they,
0: they gotta kill Lori laughlin off Your i mom's mean what be, do they do it's good she's that's gonna a be whole new storyline oh that's hilarious well that travesty Travis, she's you know aunt becky's not going to be back on the last season of fuller house she's not doing any more hallmark channels think about the fans Lori. think about the fans like look what you did to J. johnson's mom like <laughs> come on Lori. seriously all right well let's take a break here on top radio we'll come back and uh coming up this week first week of uh, march madness so we'll talk a little bit of that round one and a little bracketology talk right here on top radio Welcome back to top radio Guido here along with Scoot Johnson and uh, it's time to talk a little bit of NCAA basketball Uh, the brackets are out folks so get online and pick your brackets Um, and I gotta say guys I I mean are there any surprises are there any major surprises for either you guys not nothing for me I mean the first four which I've never uh, even it's been what five six years that they've done this maybe even longer uh, this first four. I, this is the first year that I've really like. I, I don't ever even pay attention to it. You know, I've never, I've never gotten into it. Those games are what Tuesday and Wednesday, I think, or Wednesday and Thursday. They're a Saint um, well, John's is in it though, which is kind of you know that's a bigger name. I mean, here's
2: here's what I don't like. I'm gonna I'm gonna be the old guy. All right, old guy. so the last ten ten years or so, we've got all these regions. That mm-hmm. are mishmashed. We don't like truly have East Region, West Region, Southeast. We have they're they're playing in all random spots. Back in the day, back back in in the old days, back when I was a kid, you would say, "Hey, you know what? Duke's a good team. They're probably going to end up in the Southeast. Uh, yeah. UCLA is a good team. They're probably going to end up in the West." Okay, we like the they West. do that, right. but now they have all these like random places that they play. Because they're trying to make everybody happy, and it annoys me. Like, you've got a... Um, you sound
0: like a grumpy old man.
2: You do. I am. Listen, I'm, man,
0: it's, it's the same thing with what happened with the conference realignment in, in football. It's the same thing. People don't really care about regions anymore, Scoot. There's national television. You can fly on a plane and get anywhere under four hours, five hours. Like, give it up, man. Hey, it's not like and, you have to drive and they're to not going to be able to do like, that
1: and still keep it random and not keep one region well, from being ridiculous. Well, it's a good okay over, l- overpacked.
2: Ooh, let me prove my point, okay? <laughs> you are, let's say, you're Virginia Tech. You're a four All right. seed. All right, we're in the East. Great yeah. first round game, San Jose State. Have fun.
0: <laughs> have fun. Um, It's more for the San Jose State people who have to watch a game at like 8 in the morning.
1: (laughs) You mean location. I see what you're saying. Well, that's a little bit different. Yeah, Put it where people can actually travel easily and go see it.
2: I mean, it doesn't fall... Oh, I'm... um, Wisconsin. I got put in the South. But by the way, you're going to go to San Jose as well for your first round game.
1: Well, let's go. Let's go through the East first because I think... Like I, I haven't, I didn't watch the selection show with with our with our um, WVU Mountaineers out. Uh, you know, I'm dead inside a little bit for this March, so I didn't watch the selection show. But I'll still make picks. I'll still probably watch a ton of basketball over the next month. So let's let's just look through and see. Like when you look at the East, Scoot, what do you what jumps out at you from the from the bracket?
2: Um. Well, to be honest with you, what jumps out at me is a lot of. And I, I don't mean to slight them, but it sounds like a lot of middle-of-nowhere teams. Like, we're talking the VCUs, the the Belmont Temples, the Bradleys of the world. They're all in the East. Well, I mean, uh, it looks like right off the bat, it looks Liberty. like it's,
1: it's Duke and Michigan State's to lose. There's really I would, no one I would else say, in there that I like.
2: I would say LSU has a shot. But yeah, that's yeah. But
1: you gotta. They're currently and in they got no coach. With their, yeah, they got coaches, no coach. They're, they're screwed up no from coach. the scandal with their coach. But that's a and then that's even even beyond weak, them. Man. I mean, come on, Virginia Tech. That's weak sauce.
2: I have no. I have. I don't. I don't think they've got anybody that's worth being excited about.
0: Yeah, I mean, I just don't see how Duke doesn't come out of that region. Like, I'll be just, shocked. Yeah, i would be, be shocked. shocked. All in right,
1: fact, what? in fact, the most entertaining thing I see in the East. Is rooting for Temple to win on the first four and then beat Maryland in the first round. I love it when that kind of stuff happens. Plus, yeah, would, I don't like Maryland; they are part of the axis of evil in my mind. So, <laughs> you mean the ACC?
2: The most interesting thing to me in now, the, the axis East,
1: of evil is Pitt, Virginia Tech, and Maryland. That's oh, the okay. axis of evil. That's the most action.
2: interesting thing there might be the fact that Mississippi State, Liberty, and Virginia Tech all have to go to San Jose. <laughs>
0: All right, let's talk about the West, Scoot. Like, All right, moving on to the, the West. My my favorite part of the West is Murray State being uh, ranked 12th. And the fact that, you know, Murray State plays in a in a gymnasium that I think I is about the size of my middle school gymnasium.
1: Well, and the West looks a lot more interesting. Like right off the bat, Gonzaga, Syracuse, Marquette, you mentioned Murray State. I like Vermont. It's fun. Buffalo's a really good team at six. Texas Tech, I think, is, you know – I think that that was an amazing win we had over them in the big 12 tournament, but they're a great team. Nevada is stacked. And then I just watched a good bit of Michigan, Michigan state, Michigan played really well, even though they lost. So the West to me, there's a, there's a lot of good teams in that, in that region.
0: Yeah. I mean, it would be fun to see St. John's to come out of there, uh, you know, in the, in the first four, because I think they got a chance they could, they, they could come in, they could upset Buffalo and they could uh, get a little bit deeper, uh, at least in the round two, maybe even the Sweet 16, but um, I, I still got Michigan coming out of out of the West. Again. I think if
1: but, I had to lean, I, I'd go Michigan as well. There, they got. I mean, I, watching them today, maybe it's just fresh in my head, but they shoot well, they play really good defense, and they got some major size on that team, so I, I can see them taking that. Buffalo. I feel like we're. I feel like we're kind of John Beeline guys anyway. So. Buffalo yeah, could I, be a sleeper.
2: True. Buffalo's a sleeper.
1: Buffalo could be a sleeper. They are strong. So is Nevada. Nevada's a good team. Now, I, Murray State, they're fun. They have Ja Morant. He dunks from the ceiling. But as a team, I, I don't see them really – I don't even really see them beating Marquette, to be honest.
0: Yeah. So let's, uh, let's go to the south uh, real quick. And uh, this, is the, this is the region where I feel like the bracket kind of just vomited onto the sheet. And I look at it and I go – I don't even know who could come out of this. I mean, could Tennessee do it? Could, you know, could there's a Wisconsin? Lot of, there's a lot of...
2: There's a lot of double-digit loss teams on that, that yeah. region. You've Tennessee, got, Tennessee is playing toothpaste,
1: I yeah. see. <laughs> Colgate.
2: <laughs> you've got, especially in that top half of the bracket, you've got Wisconsin, Oklahoma, Old Miss, Gardner-Webb. They're all in the top half. They all have double-digit losses.
0: I don't know. I mean, K-State, I don't know who comes no, out of this bracket. I
2: mean,
1: just being a Big 12 person and watching Kansas State and Oklahoma, I, I, I don't even think Oklahoma should be in the tournament. So, I, you know, either one of those. I think Virginia runs through their portion of the bracket. I think the tougher part is down below because Villanova isn't the same Villanova they've been in the past, but they're going to be. Jay Wright's going to coach them up. Cincinnati just beat Houston today, and Houston was 31-2. So I think Cincinnati's better than people think. I can see them putting a scare into Tennessee, but Tennessee beat Kentucky. They're really good. I I guess, to me, I don't know. I kind of feel like it's Tennessee. Unless they just play terrible, I think
2: Tennessee could come out of here. How about that trip for St. Mary's? St. Mary's, you got into the tournament. You're playing Villanova in Hartford, Connecticut.
0: (laughs) Congratulations. Congratulations. Good luck with that. Um, moving to the Midwest, the final region we are can talk about, and then we'll, then we'll pick our final four, but, um, the Midwest, um, I mean, I, you know, I think it's North Carolina's bracket to lose or North Carolina's uh, region to lose. Um, I think again, they can kind of, you know, unless you're, unless you're pulling for New Mexico state, which I think that's going to be one of the upsets in, in, uh, round one, New Mexico state's going to beat Auburn, um, I look at this, I still, I look at this this region here, and I th- I think North Carolina's got it. You know, Kentucky, you know, is, is, is got a pretty good line in. I mean, I think they're going to show Wofford in the second, uh, second round. I mean, what do you think, Johnson? Yeah. Well,
1: I mean, you know where I'm at. So everyone's <laughs> going to be excited about yeah. Wofford
2: and Abilene Christian.
0: And Abilene Christian. And Abilene Christian. Yeah. Those are. There's big ones. No, I think you're... North
1: Carolina, like Kansas is a four. I just, I don't think Kansas is that good this year. I, I think North Carolina runs through this bracket unless, maybe unless Kentucky gets, you know, get kind of, re, you know, kind of writes themselves from this tournament. They probably should have been Tennessee to win the SEC tournament anyway. Um, right. And
0: I watched the uh, Bracketology show on ESPN and all of the, the pundits, if you will, were all picking Kentucky uh, coming out of this region. But. I just I don't know. North Carolina is good. Should have beaten
1: Duke the other night. Truth be told, I think. But that bottom um, half of that bracket though is weak sauce. It is weak sauce. Iowa State. I mean, we watched a lot of them this Ohio year. Ohio
2: State's mediocre. Georgia I State. He, yeah. I, I yeah. mean,
1: Seton Hall's probably better than a ten seed, but they're not going to be that great. So I I don't know. I agree with you. I think it's going to be North Carolina, Kentucky easily in that final.
0: So yeah. So let's, um, you know, what we're going to do, we'll probably touch base on this every week for the next couple weeks. I'm going to, can, know, can just, we hold off? Should we hold off
2: on, why don't we wait till we get to the sweet 16?
0: No, no. Let's pick our okay. final four no, now. Let's pick
1: our four. We'll just All see and how then, it ages. And then we can it keep. It probably we can, is going to age really bad, but let's yeah, go
0: ahead. Considering how my bracket generally goes when I pick, uh, it'll probably age extremely bad. Um uh, I got so I'm, I'll give you mine first. I'll go first because I feel like out of the three of us, I'm probably the least knowledgeable of NCAA basketball. I think the two of you can carry me in the, carry me in this one. Um, I've got Duke coming out of the East. I got Michigan coming out of the West. I've got Tennessee in the South, and I got North Carolina. So I'm picking all ones, and I'm picking uh, Duke, North Carolina. To uh, look at that, I'm getting the old wow th- terrible. I'm picking Duke. Wow. North Carolina. Way to go out on a limb there, Guido. <laughs> I know. I just, I mean, you want some chances. You watch the, well, you watch these teams and these, I just don't, I, I just don't see how, like, how does Duke lose, you know, to any of these teams? VCU in the second round. No way Duke loses to VCU. You know, Virginia Tech probably in the Sweet 16 or Mississippi State in the Sweet 16. I don't see these teams beating Duke all the way. To the national championship game. I don't know. All right, Scoot, you go.
2: Um I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Duke makes it out of the East. East. Uh I will say hmm I I'm gonna go hmm, that that West is a little rough looking. I know who he wants to pick. I know who he wants to do. He's looking at that six seed hard. He he wants
1: to pick a sleeper. I'm gonna go Buffalo. I'll take Buffalo. I'll take
2: Buffalo. I like them. Uh, I'll take them. I'll take Buffalo out of the West to the four. Yeah, why not? You need to have right. one of those teams. What do we yeah, have? You did. Why you we had uh, Loyola last year. Come yeah, on, yeah, a, you're right. You do was All junk. Right. Um, out of the South, ooh, I'm gonna take Villanova. I think, I think Villanova is always strong. I'm gonna take Villanova. Although I do like Tennessee, but I'll go Villanova. And then out of the Midwest. Ooh, man, that is some junk. <laughs> I... <laughs> it's not junk. I mean, there's that is some junk. <laughs> he's looking at Iona. He's, I'm thinking he's Iona. Saying... I'm also thinking <laughs> yeah. maybe uh, Wofford. Northeastern. Wofford. Um, Northeastern. I'll I'll go Iowa State.
0: Really? Okay. Just All to right.
2: mix it
1: up. All right. I'm gonna go. Yeah. I'm gonna, so East. I'm gonna go Duke. I agree with you, Guido. I just I don't know how they're gonna lose. I. I'm going to go Michigan in the West. Um, in the so John, s- Johnson what? and I
0: are two for two together right there. Okay. We're picking that All side right. of the board. Well, well, I don't want to do
1: that. And <laughs> I agree with Scootho on Buffalo. I really like Buffalo. Um, in the South, the South and, west, and Midwest to me get a lot harder. I'm going to go, um, wow. I, I'm gonna go Tennessee out of the south. No, you know what? I can't do that. I, I'm trying, tried, <laughs> and I just can't do it. I'm. I, I think I'm actually gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go Purdue out really? of the south. Yeah, I think okay. they're stronger than people are giving them credit for. And then I think in the Midwest, I've got to stick with North Carolina. I just don't see them losing even to Kentucky. So let's so, yeah, let, let's yeah. go. Let's go Duke. Let for me, let's go Duke, Michigan. Who would I say? Purdue. That's going to be my long shot. And then uh, North Carolina.
0: And so so I've got Duke, North Carolina, and the ch- national championship game. Scoot, you've got who? I'm going with Duke
2: and who would I say out of that top five. <laughs> he didn't even here. know. He didn't know who he picked in the bracket. Uh, I'm going to go Duke and Villanova with Duke winning. All
0: right, Duke and Nova. And Johnson,
2: uh, what do you got? <laughs> I
1: hate to say this, but I'm going to go Duke and North Carolina.
0: He's with me on that. And same, uh, same, same I'm going to go North Carolina. I would. I'm going to pick Duke to win, but um, so that's our that's our first pick. Uh, we'll visit it, you know, each week as we move along and uh, see how things are going. You know, the, it's the funnest time of year to watch college basketball. It's so much fun to just. Because there's going to inevitably be some upset. I mean, I don't know if we'll see a 16-1, but there'll be a couple good ones. You'll have, like, UC Irvine beat Ka- Kansas State or something. You know, you'll have something like that happen, which is always fun. So stick it, stick with us. Check with us next week, and uh, we'll talk more of uh, bracketology and NCAA March Madness. But uh, we're going to take a break, and we're going to come back with everybody's favorite segment, open segment, right here on Top Radio. Back to Top Radio, Guido here along with Scoot and Johnson, and it's time for open segment. But this week we're going back to reverse open segment. Reverse open segment. Snort, flip, yep. Scoot's got something for us this week. Scoot, what are you bring to the table? For? All right. Well,
2: um, as some of you may know, uh, I went to a small school in Vermont prior to going to the school I finished up at. And um this So what you're saying is you went to a couple of different colleges. Is what correct, you're correct. One okay. yeah.
1: university could not contain screen no. no, no, no. You you had no. to go to I mean, a couple, right? all,
2: it, all it really means is I have to pay money to different places to get my transcripts whenever I try to do anything. <laughs> However, um, there was a town just outside, just to the west of where I went to school. And the town uh, was is Fairhaven, Vermont. Well, here recently in Fairhaven, Vermont, they had an election.
1: Can I just say that sounds very Gilmore girls of you.
2: Fairhaven, Fairhaven, Vermont. Yeah. Um well, I, I feel know. like
0: Johnson, I feel like Johnson to you anything like north of New York City is Gilmore girls. Like kind of is. It kind
1: of <laughs> is. No, but fair come on, Fairhaven, Vermont. I'm picturing Fairhaven, maple syrup Vermont. and I, I yeah, don't Little Town Square. Well, yeah, Maybe the, maybe Square,
0: this single mother coffee. raising her teenage daughter yes. drinking coffee. <laughs>
2: <laughs> maybe this story won't surprise you then. <laughs> okay, this is a very whole we got a very wholesome story here. All right. Uh recently they had an election. Okay. Of course Link.
1: they did, because it's Fairhaven and it's fair and democratic.
2: That's right. Well they elected Lincoln the goat. As the mayor of Fairhaven, <laughs> Vermont, an
1: actual goat, an
2: actual goat. He's a three-year-old Nubian goat. <laughs> okay, and uh, he was—he was—he's a, a nanny goat. He was chosen
0: of by the townspeople
2: for a one-year post as the. Um, at the, the community, towns, people see Guido. This, they
0: have this absolutely in any this state absolutely. above New York.
1: They have townspeople. That's this, why.
0: Well, this apparently Lincoln does woman. sound like that. an episode of Gilmore Girls. It's 100 percent like something you would have happened on, on a WB uh, WB show. You know,
2: Lincoln, the, the female goat. Lincoln is her name. Um, beat out some cats. Dogs and a gerbil named Crystal.
0: What the, for the what post. is this town? Like wh- who lives in this town? Dude, is this like is the like are, are the voters like mice and people. Uh, how, how does this, work, how
1: does this P- work? Humans. 2,500 humans Homo sapiens.
2: <laughs> yes. Um the town does not have a human mayor, so Lincoln is the only mayor the of town it has. Doesn't. Um Lincoln had thirteen votes. And beat out a dog named Sammy that had 10 votes. And uh, some of the other candidates combined for 30. Some of the important things, though, is Lincoln will be expected to attend local events. Okay. Such as ribbon marching ceremonies. So. Marching or, or in the Memorial ribbon, Day parade. Ribbing chewing ceremonies.
0: He yes. chews the ribbons at right. the,
2: you know. Um, so I just thought maybe you guys had had you not heard that story. I, I just wonder
0: what, that story. what was, what do you think... Uh, Lincoln's platform was Lincoln the goat I should say not Abraham Lincoln the goat what do you think his platform was that he ran on like can you what, say what was, it in what? a Kennedy accent please can say Maybe goat? Miss, can
1: you mix a goat Kennedy I feel like you can do it Scoot.
2: ask not what your goat can eat for you but what you can eat with the goat
0: uh, that's too good. <laughs> oh um, man, you kill me. You got problems. So <laughs> I
2: don't. I don't know. The goat is now the mayor. Of Fair so like, the, like
0: more. That's an episode fields. of like,
1: Guido. That's an episode of Gilmore Girls. And I don't care who says
0: what. Yeah, right. Like, definitely. You know, a Scoot, do you think you would have voted for the goat, or would you have voted for the dog? Oh, like, I would have gone goat. Would've, I would have gone
2: goat because it's such a bizarre animal. Maybe the gerbil.
0: Maybe I mean I would
2: it would have been tough between goat and gerbil. Uh, well, I feel
0: like I feel like the goat could do a better job at, at, at like town events and functions. Like it's it's a much more like you know statuesque sort of animal than a than than a gerbil. Um, Rutland,
2: Vermont, which is the close town, I guess they have a representative Peter Welch. He tweeted out congrats to Lincoln, <laughs> the new pet mayor of Fairhaven. It's a big job, no kidding. But you goat this.
0: <laughs> oh man! Oh man! Vermont sounds fun. I think these people have and issues. Crazy, yeah, and crazy. crazy, crazy. You they guys think he's talk for...
1: about West Virginia. We don't have any. <laughs> you don't have goat any mayor. <laughs> goat, yeah, right. We don't.
0: We don't elect. The, you guys don't elect goats to uh, to mayor positions or uh, cows to <laughs> town town offices. Well, that's good, Scoot. That's a good one. Um, we'll have to uh, we'll have to figure out what episode of Gilmore Girls that'll be in the revival. Um, I can see him back. in the
1: town square now, congratulating
0: uh, Lincoln on his victory, her victory, yeah, right.
1: her
2: victory, yeah, her. her her victory. It's like victory. so. I married an axe murderer when he says, "Ralph, she's your boyfriend, or your girlfriend,
1: <laughs> Ralph." That's Right. That's right.
0: Ralph is her name. Uh, just to kind of do a quick follow-up uh, while we're talking about open segment, just to do a quick follow-up on kind of a previous open segment, our our good old buddy Jose Canseco, he's still at it. He is off the charts. His he's, Twitter feed is entertainment. It is a hundred percent. Like if you haven't been on his Twitter feed, it's gold. Yeah, you um, really on need top to of check that it out. The comment scoot- section is ridiculously fun. Yeah, it's. Gold. Yeah, it's it's so good. You got to definitely check out at Jose. Can, I think it's at Jose Canseco. That's all it is. I think his Twitter is. Um, but Scoot, talk to us a little bit. Are you concerned that now Jose Canseco is a competitor in the podcast sphere? He's starting I, a I, podcast. I don't like it
2: because I I was hoping to get him as a guest. Jose Morgan, if you're out there, please uh, get at us at uh, Tob Scoot at Tob Guido at Tob Johnson with zeros. Um, because we'd love to have you on, uh, on the, on top radio. Um, yeah, he is now said he's going to have a, a podcast where he can kind of spill the beans apparently on a uh, lots of topics, maybe a rods, uh, infidelities. Perhaps he wants to give, uh, some baseball tips to Tebow. Um, there's always the Bigfoot and, um, alien adventures that he's, he's, promoting so a lot of things going on it is as if um maybe lincoln the goat has taken over his twitter and is just tweeting out like the most ridiculous outlandish things
0: and he is man he is hot for a rod too man he is all over a rod on his twitter so it's hilarious I, I, wasn't I he know. challenging him to a fight yes oh, he, yes. yes he did yeah. like a mixed and he's martial saying, arts and he's fight saying or that he cheats on uh, jennifer lopez and he's got proof. Like Jose says, he's got proof that he cheats on Jennifer Lopez. It's um, I gotta tell you, it's it's interesting. He said uh, yesterday, he said, "I should run for president. At least I would tell the truth, bound by the truth." Like he's now, he's he's saying he's running for uh, elected office. Like all right,
1: so quick poll: a uh, better public servant, Lincoln the Goat as mayor or Jose Canseco as president. Well, that's tough. Um, I'm going to go Canseco. I got to go Canseco just for the
0: sheer fact that, you know, it's the entertainment factor for politics. I'm
1: surprised. I was leaning goat.
0: I would think the goat would probably do better for us as an elected official. Like, I feel like the goat would make better decisions for, you know, our well-being. But I feel like Jose Canseco would be just on pure to entertainment. Yeah, entertainment-wise, yeah. Like, the goat might get us free health care. Jose Canseco... Might attack somebody with a baseball bat and get on the news, and it would be funny. So I think that's the difference. Well, he I is know.
1: hunting Sasquatch. So. I, <laughs> <He's> hunting
0: Sasquatch.
2: <laughs> I I think you've got to you've got to find his Twitter. It's hilarious. Um, the comments are are gold. You're still angling to get him on as a, as a guest. You yeah, I, I, I would love him to be as a guest. Yes,
0: I don't think that'll happen just for the sheer fact. Not that I don't think it that uh, that our podcast is worthy of him. I think it is. I just think that we don't have combined the money that Jose Canseco would want to appear on our podcast. I feel like if we called Morgan and said, "Hey, we'll help promote Jose," uh, Morgan would tell us that it costs fifty thousand dollars. Is what I feel like. Like, I don't think it's uh, economically sound for us to make that decision. I think it would be tough. I think it would be
2: tough. Here is a here is somebody's comment. So um, at three forty. 8 p.m. today he said you guys wanted the truth now you're going to get it podcast launching this week a guy named jeffrey carlson at carlson jock i traveled forward in time to listen to it you need to sit a little closer to the microphone and enunciate a bit more but a decent start overall
1: (laughs) he's already calling him out the first episode isn't even out there oh it'll be good it'll be. B-
0: it, not that I, not that I want to promote other podcasts. It's going to be a good listen. At
2: Delicious sure Thirty Six. If your first guest isn't Bigfoot, then it's a hard pass for me.
0: <laughs> 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 I think I think we I think our next, uh, open segment next week might just be reading Jose can, take, Jose can take <laughs> tweets and the responses to it. They are hilarious. <laughs> they are too good. Oh, oh my goodness. Uh, Good stuff. All right, let's uh, let's wrap it up, guys. It's been another great week at Top Radio. Uh, Scoot, tell us a little bit about our sponsor, Tactical Legion. Tactical,
2: Tactical Legion knives. It's a family-owned and operated company with a focus on heavy-duty knives. We love knives and have been in the knife industry for more than fifteen years. When you buy a knife from us, you're buying a knife to last.
0: We're a cut above the rest. Tactical Legion. All right, don't forget to check out Tactical Legion on Amazon. You can just uh, search Amazon for Tactical Legion knives. They're great knives. Scoot, I mean, you love them. They're a cut above the rest. <laughs> Thanks. Um, so great, great uh, talking to you guys this week. We'll be back next week to tell you, talk more about... Uh, Subscribe to us on iTunes. Yeah, hit it. Uh, share us. Don't forget, check us out too. If you want to play your call football tomorrow, uh, tonight with us, don't forget to uh, hit us up on the Twitter at Tob Guido, at Tob Johnson, at Tob Scoot. And uh, Johnson, we also have a, a website too, right?
1: Yeah, that's right. Hit us up on TobRadio.com. We usually update all the open segment stuff there too, and you'll see a show link. So when
0: you hit that link, don't forget to subscribe on the old iTunes. And one of these days, we're going to let uh, Scoot start to blog because. Everybody wants to know what's going inside. I got a lot of thoughts. Everyone's Uh, interested. All right, folks, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. And uh, don't forget to subscribe. Uh, We'll be seeing you next week on Tob Radio.